Welcome to another episode of the Brown Couch Bros. Brown Couch Bros. Motown Motivate. This has been our home, man, for for a minute, man, and we about to relocate. We about to relocate. We about to relocate. We got Jesse Crowder in the building today with us. It's gonna be so hard to say goodbye <laughs> yesterday, <laughs> but we'll be back. <laughs> we'll be back. Yes, so sir. next week will be amplified, 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 amplified Inc. Yeah, man, looking forward to the new move and the rebranding. Uh, but hey, we back for another episode of the Brown Cows Bros this week. In customary fashion, let's toast it up. Toast it up. Ah, ah. I'm still on that NEAC. I uh, was waiting <laughs> for NEAC to reach out and give us some money for these episodes, man. Cut us a check, NEAC. Cut the check. I mean, Cut I the just check. say his name. Cut us a check, Von Hurst. <laughs> <laughs> you want to call it what we're going to name it? Might as well call the owner, the, everybody, the production, all that. Von Hurst, cut us a check. There we go. There, there we go. And we're definitely open for anybody else that want to cut a check <laughs> and want to get their product out there. Landscapers, popcorn makers, you call it. We, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> I know a good I, Omega Landscape. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I heard yeah, about yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, do, they do pretty well. Cut the check, brother. Yeah, we, need, we need an NIL deal. So right. all, those, all those black owned businesses out there in the city of Detroit and metro Detroit area, we need a we need an NIL deal. We'll talk about it. We'll share it. We need one of them Ronnie James deals. Oh, man. That's another old. What is that, 7.2? 7.5. Something like that. Why Eight play basketball? I mean, that's why. And I guess this this we tipping it off, I guess. Right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, so listen, let's What's the tip, motivation? What's the motivation to who? Right. Man. So let's tip it off, man. I got a, a, a quick one today. Uh you all chime in on this, man. But uh this week in sports history. Y'all remember what happened on March 26, 1979? Magic Bird. Magic Bird. The uh Still, the most watched NCAA men's basketball championship game of all time. To this day? Still? To this day. I didn't know still, that. Still. Mm. Magic Bird, 79, mm. Indiana State, Michigan State. It was the game to watch. With no three-point line. No three-point line. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what started me for watching college basketball. I'm going to tell you, because I had no clue up until 79. And from then on, I became a fan. So I could see how that was the most watched, but still to this day, that's kind of hard for me to believe. Well, I was four, so I was probably eating Twizzlers. <laughs> Getting ready for bed at the right, time. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but two guys, Magic and Bird, who who basically saved the NBA. Mm-hmm. Single-handedly, those two guys saved the NBA. Uh, luckily, ended up you know, with Bird going to Boston, getting drafted by the Boston Celtics, uh, and Magic getting drafted by the Lakers. You had two guys, two giants on either coast of, of, the, of the United States, uh, and the Lakers and the Celtics franchises were already historic franchises. Uh, and those guys single-handedly saved the NBA. You know, before Magic and Bird, the NBA, you know, depending on who you talk to, were full with, with drug addicts and, 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 and guys who, who didn't care about, about the game or the purity of the game, it was unprofessional league, uh, a lot of knocks on the, on the league at that time. Uh, and so Bird and Magic uh, really came along uh, and changed the game, made it made it um, uh, uh, extremely competitive. Started to market the game in the right way uh, with the with the uh, Magic and Bird weapons. Remember the Converse, the, the weapons, Converse Converse weapons. weapons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I never wanted any, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, began to market the game and began to really move the NBA in a different direction. Uh, and so hats off to, to those two, man, still around, still uh, involved in basketball and uh, making an impact, making a difference. I, th- I think the racial divide on that also brought some a lot of people into basketball. Uh, some people, like you said, the drug addicts and things of that nature, we was losing or the NBA was losing an audience. Right. And then when Bird came, that brought some of, a lot of that audience back. Yep. You know, so uh, that kind of helped out too. And like you said, he went to Boston, which was fitting, perfect for you know for for that time. And uh, so you know, it was big. It was big, man. And you know, I, I hats off to that. And they still doing their thing. They still staples of the NBA to this day. I have to agree with you, particularly to your point with the racial 
racial divide. Mm-hmm. You're talking mm-hmm. on like 10 years from the riots here from Detroit, mm-hmm. from 67 yep. to 79. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had a lot of stuff going on with the Olympics and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, those two men in particular, uh, like you said, with the race car being played and all that stuff, or not being played, they did bring. I can remember the commercial when Magic Johnson showed up driving through the, the cornfields. In Indiana. In Indiana. Oh, Indiana. In Indiana. French Lick. Yeah, the commercial. <laughs> when he get out and he put the, the, the gyp, you know, they had the, the cons on and, mm-hmm. and all of that. So, yeah, shout out to Magic and Bird, man. Two legends, two icons. Uh, top 50 players, top 75 players. They, you know, their names are always always be written in the history books. You never yeah. forget about them two. Never, never those two. Mm-hmm. Great players, man. It's unfortunate they, they keep moving down the list. I think they're bo- certainly they're both top 20. Right. Uh, I think Magic is probably still top 10. Bird, I don't know. I think the last, I think both of them still, Bird might be 9 or 10. Until KD's done. Mm-hmm. Curry. Until Curry's done. Uh, this boy Jokic, man, I don't know. Jokic, this guy's about to be a three-time MVP. And Doncic. He's going to be in it. And Luka. Yeah, Luka's Luka. still 25, 26 years old. So, yeah. I don't know, man. Bird's going to just keep moving down. Magic will probably continue to move down, too. I mean, I don't, I don't know how you – I mean, the numbers that these guys are putting up. And the guys who love Magic and Bird – are starting to fade away. Yeah, man. I was about to say. So that's what depending on who gets the vote. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Because a lot of us are falling off. So, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. at that point, you know, I don't know what's going to happen down the line. But the voters that seeing Curry, Curry, and the guys you game, name KD, you know, they up and coming, and and we're we're fizzling out. So we're fizzling out, man. So hey, let's get going, man. It is game time. So let's go a little bit, man. The final four teams. So we the, the final four is 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 complete on both the men's and women's side. You got some unlikely uh final four participants on the men's side. Uh UConn, uh, who's been a perennial uh, uh quality team uh for, for for years now. I think this is about their sixth or seventh appearance in the final four. Uh you got the University of Miami. Who our co-host called it? You you called it a couple <laughs> weeks ago, saying watch out for watch Miami. Out for Miami, and here they are in the Final Four. Uh, but two unlikely teams in in, in Florida Atlantic uh, and San Diego State. Uh, so what are your what are your thoughts on, on this Final Four grouping? Well, I got kind of mixed feelings on it. I mean, it's good to see new blood up in there, but it's also it also shows the parity of college basketball. When you got a team like San Diego State, Florida Atlantic, and even your Miamis of the world in the Final Four, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a traditionalist, so you know I always, you know, a blue blood guy, Kentucky, <laughs> uh, UConn, uh, the guys who's been there on a regular basis, Duke. Yep. But I'm glad to see a change. I, I really am. I'm glad to see that uh, you can have some of these guys. And I was I was listening to something today. And uh, a lot of these guys, particularly from Florida Atlantic, never even visit, visited the college when they got recruited. But they, they just committed because they needed a program to go to. And then here, I, I remember a while back, Isaiah, when, before he got released from his contract or fired, he b- had built up that program to a point where, you know, I'm not giving him the credit now, but right, right, right. he was one of the first he known there. guys. Yeah. To put Florida Atlantic on the map by just map by just being who he was. Well, if a guy told you, a coach called you, or told you, <laughs> no, hey man, I got a scholarship <laughs> for you to come to Florida Atlantic University. We're in West Palm Beach, Florida. Would you need to visit? No, I wouldn't need to visit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go sight unseen too. Right, right, sight unseen, right, 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 right. sight unseen. But I, you know, I'm excited about this Final Four because you know. Anything can happen, man. Like we seen, my bracket was done in week one. Definitely week two, it was over. Oh, it was over. So yeah, <laughs> I'm, it I'm, over. I'm, it's interesting. Well, I, I, I like this, these matchups, and I'm gonna tell you, this has been a long time coming. You kind of saw it coming with the one and done. So the, now the, this would have been going on a lot longer. We're starting to see it come to fruition now, but this would have been going on a lot longer. We would we would keep seeing teams with uh, guys been there three, four years. We would have kept seeing that. However, now that NIL is in, is in play, 
now guys are moving on. Like Kansas State, they getting these guys. This is the first time they didn't play with each other. Um, and um, not well, my transfer port. The transfer port. The transfer port. So th- that's changing the game because this would have been going on for some years. You know, Kentucky get they want it done. They, these guys that were 18, 19, but they're playing against guys that's 22, 23. Bodies and field out. There's one guy on San Diego State. Hell, he, he looked like a power forward. Yeah. I can't remember his name, but he looked like a power forward in the NBA right now. So these guys are stronger. This would have been going on for a minute, but NIL is going to change that up again, and we're going to start seeing these guys that's only been together for one year, maybe two. So You're right in that. You know, the, the way I see it, this is a this is a byproduct of about three things. One, the transfer portal is allowing guys to move around a, a bit more freely without mm-hmm. sitting out. So you're getting that. Two, the best high school kids aren't going to college. They're going to overtime elite. They're going to, 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 to uh, you know, prep schools. They're going overseas, sitting out, then they're making themselves available for the draft. So you don't see the best talent. There's two twins over here at Overtime Elite who are going to be top five picks both. Both of these twins mm-hmm. are going to be top five picks. They never set foot in anybody's college. Uh, two two twins, I'll I, I pull up their names in just a minute. Um, Amir, Asur, Asur. I'll pull up their names in a minute. Twins probably going to be top five picks in the NBA draft. So you're seeing that. And also what you're seeing is this extra COVID year. So to oh, your point, okay. all these guys that have been in school during COVID during 2020, they got another year. So you're getting the 22-year-olds, the 23-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now they're transferring, been in multiple programs. So they, they got, uh, 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 you know, years of college basketball experience, and now they're playing against the 18-year-old freshmen, the 19-year-old sophomores, the 20-year-old, 21-year-old juniors, and, they, and they, they're beating them. They're beating them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it speaks to the parity that you talked about, speaks to guys being older. Um, but I like it. I like I, it. I, I, think love it. I think it's good for college basketball. Mm-hmm. I think it gives uh, uh, schools that don't come from the traditional – power conferences, mm-hmm. an opportunity to be seen on a national stage. Um, they beat everybody who they were supposed to beat. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. But I mean, so, or I mean, they, beat everybody they wasn't supposed to beat. Or beat everybody <laughs> they, they wasn't supposed, supposed to beat. Right. right? right? So, right. So, so these guys have earned the opportunity to get there. And I think what it also says to kids who are coming out of, out of high school right now is, hey, I can go anywhere and have an opportunity to play at a, on, on a big stage. On a big Division stage. Division one. Yep. Yep. I can go anywhere and, and do it. So, I love it. I think it's great for college basketball um, and look forward to, to this weekend. You're going to see some good games with this. Should be you're some gonna, good you're games. You're going to see some good games. So, so by the time this show airs, uh, the championship will be over. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, I know that we have all faltered on our picks <laughs> on the 68, right? Our brackets are done. Now we got new life. <laughs> you got to match up with you, UConn and, and, and Miami. Uh, and then San Diego State versus Florida Atlantic. Uh, what are your picks? Well, I'm gonna take San Diego State to beat Florida Atlantic. Florida Atlantic played; they've been playing tough. They've been just getting after guys. But San Diego State, let's not sleep on them. I mean, Gonzaga are, is the West, the prize of the West. But San Diego State has ha- put together a couple of years of good basketball. Um, I think the, the COVID year, they would have been number one. They would have been the number one seed in the COVID year out west. So I'm looking for them. And then, you know, I'm a little biased on the Miami pick. I'm taking them over UConn. So, ah. uh, yeah. So, uh, and, I, and I, I, I think San Diego State will win it all at this point. Yeah, okay. I'm going to go San Diego right. State. Well, like I said earlier, I'm a little bit more of a traditionalist. San Diego State's been there. Uh, I like them over Miami. I mean, UConn, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. UConn has been there. Uh, I like UConn over San Diego State for the, for the, for the championship. I'm going to go Florida Atlantic uh, over, over San Diego State. I think they're just a hot team. Mm-hmm. And when you get hot teams, particularly teams that can shoot the ball from the perimeter like they do from three uh, and defend the way they do, uh, I think they have what it takes to, be, to, to, to come away 
uh, from Florida, from San Diego State. Uh, UConn, Miami, it's almost a toss-up. Um, but I, I'm going to go UConn. I think UConn's the best team still left. Still left. Uh, and so that's UConn and, and, and Florida Atlantic. I got UConn winning it all. Um, I just don't see how Florida Atlantic, Atlantic can stop them uh, with their size uh, and their, their ability to defend the way that they do. They bring the seven-foot guy off the bench, uh, blocking everything, running the floor, and dunking on everybody. Yep. Uh, and their perimeter shooting, and the fact that they're a seasoned group. So this is one of the teams that I think has a balance of nice, of good young talent and some guys that have been around for a while, mm-hmm. some 22-year-olds, mm-hmm. guys who have been in, around Older, and, been in multiple, yep. and been multiple programs. So I like UConn uh, coming away with this. All right. To your point on FAU, I probably would have took them on two if that game would have been played Tuesday. I think they didn't have some time to think about what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Maybe the moment. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. This my, this, we on the big stage now, bro. Right, right, right. <laughs> so. Well, low for, for for people like you who are traditionalists. I mean, you pretty much get tradition on the women's side. Ooh. Oh, you got tradition on the South women's South Carolina, side. Virginia Tech, LSU, Iowa. I mean, these are all teams from major conferences, major programs. You got South Carolina, who's probably been the best team in college basketball for the last three, four, five, six years. Um, Dawn Staley brings back probably the best team that she's had since she's been at at South Carolina. I personally don't see anybody beating them. I actually think that South Carolina could probably beat a few WNBA teams right now today. (laughs) Today? Give me the shock. Give me the shock in seven. Right. (laughs) And so LSU is talented, you know, probably got one of the best players in the, yeah. in the nation. Yeah, she's um, uh, and in Iowa, super tough. That performance that Caitlin Clark put on uh, last week, man, that that was that was that was um, a, a Larry unbelievable. Bird. She she just, I, I was looking at her highlights today, <laughs> man. I was just amazed at her passing skills, her knowledge of the game. Uh, she's quick, she's strong. I mean, she can shoot the ball, unlimited range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen a woman's player play this way in a. I mean, she's really like almost a cross between Steph Curry with her range mm-hmm. and her her ball handling and, and the way she moves without the basketball. She's almost like on her own. She's going her own speed. Mm-hmm. It's Caitlin's speed, and then everybody else is behind her. Yeah, yeah. Right, but then plays with the aggressiveness of like a Westbrook almost, where she's just she she's hunting every shot. You know what I mean? And, and, and you just don't see that uh, from a lot of players, period, but particularly on the women's side. Well, my question to that, no, LSU has the size. They, they, they be, I mean, I, no, I'm sorry, I said LSU, South Carolina. South they Carolina. got the size. They do. Now, she's not going to go down there and play with them. She's going to be shooting from deep. She, she may be able to offset what's happening. Now, they're going to get, South Carolina going to get two every time they go down. <laughs> South Carolina's getting two. Iowa will probably get three. Yeah. Well, let me say this. That's going to be the game. Crazy matchup. Let me say this. This girl from Iowa, man, if her and South Carolina, if they end up meeting in the finals. They play first. Yeah. Well, uh, she, the, girl, the big girl from South Carolina and this young lady from Iowa, I would get an edge to the lady. She's probably the best player in college mm-hmm. basketball. Absolutely. Caitlin Clark? Caitlin yeah, Clark. Yeah. She's, she's the best player in college basketball, period. Uh, the LSU, uh, Mulkey, uh, I, I love Coach Mulkey. She, I like her arrogance. I like her cockiness. Mm-hmm. You know, she she's won three titles at Baylor, and she was she was one of the first ones when she got to LSU to say, say look, this not uh, this is going to take us some time. But obviously, the, the players bought in. To what she was bringing to the table, and here you are in the final four. So, uh, and I was talking to Terrence earlier this week about just Dawn Staley's resume. Man, I looked oh. at her resume, man. She got one of the best basketball resumes. It can match up with anybody in the country. Uh, National Player of the Year as a player, uh, uh, Hall of Famer, Naismith Hall of Famer. College Basketball Hall of Famer, Olympic gold, gold Olympic gold medalist, national championship as a basketball coach. She's the only player, man or woman, in college basketball history to have 2,000 points, 700 rebounds, 700 assists, and 400 steals. Mm. Nobody. At Virginia. Yeah, at Virginia. Virginia. At Virginia. <laughs> yeah. Nobody, man or woman, has that in college basketball at all. Yeah. 
So hats off to uh, Sister Don Staley. But uh, and then a drip. She stayed dripping. She stayed dripping. <laughs> Malky, and Staley. Stay dripped up. And one thing I do like about uh, Coach Staley is she gives. Uh, HBCUs, shout out. Yes, she does. She shouted out Cheney State. She said she wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Vivian Stringer. Yep. And her role that she took an NCAA team, HBCU team, to the uh, college uh, basketball tournament mm-hmm. back in the day. So she always praising uh, HBCU competition and coaches. So shout out to Coach Staley. Yeah. And uh, to your point, Hancho, I, I, I just don't see it. Uh, South Carolina losing this thing. Yeah, I, I don't either. Now, and and you know what? Shout out to Virginia Tech. We didn't forget about you. We just don't see it happen. <laughs> 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 we just don't see it. <laughs> they gonna have to. I mean, they gonna have to bang with them big girls at LSU, LSU first. You got to deal. You got to deal with that. Yeah. I mean, that's the second coming of Twin Towers over there, man. Nah. And, and I just don't see Virginia Tech, you know, really having an opportunity. That's probably gonna be a fifteen to twenty point game. Uh, with LSU and Virginia Tech. Now, LSU going to have their hands full with South Carolina in the championship game. Yeah. But it'll be the second time they play each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you got to think, man, it's hard to beat a team twice a year. Uh, hard to beat a team twice a year. So we'll see, man. I, I like Iowa. I like that first matchup, man. Shout out to Raina Harmon, assistant coach at Iowa, who's mm-hmm. a, a former King Crusader. <laughs> uh, she and I was on the bench together at King with uh, Coach William Winfield, RIP, the legend. All right. Legend. Uh, so I'm rooting for you, Raina. Rooting for you, but I don't know. It's going to be a tough, tough, uh, tough goal uh, at South Carolina. So, yeah, man, this is uh, this is going to be uh, probably one of the best NCAA tournament, uh, Final Fours on, on the men's and women's side that we've seen in a long time. These are untraditional matchups, um, but I think these are going to be great games, just like all the rest mm-hmm. of the tournament games have been on both sides. Yep, it's going to be some good basketball play. All right, let's switch gears a little bit to some some baseball. Miguel Cabrera's last season. Oh, so the Tigers will be. Finally. Finally. <laughs> yeah. Give it up for Miggy. You've been milking them for 30 million for the last three or four years. Yeah. Opening day right here. Nothing says opening day in Detroit oh, like man. snow flurries that we got. <laughs> man. But Miguel Cabrera, man, over 3,000 hits. Uh, 300 batting average, 500 home runs. I mean, got to be a first ballot Hall of Fame. Oh, he first ballot. Turn. He's first ballot. Absolutely. Um, but his impact on the, on the Tigers franchise, he's probably been the best athlete for some years since he's been a Tiger. Mm-hmm. Uh, we weren't watching the Tigers until Miggy got here. I mean, there was some lean years here in Detroit um, uh, it, during, during baseball season because they were so, so terrible, so putrid. Uh, but Miggy comes in, a young guy, uh, stay here for for a number of years, uh, and he's gonna he's gonna retire a, a tiger uh, and be a Hall of Famer, uh, and uh, it's gonna be be sad to see him go. But you know, as the loafer said, you know he's probably been stealing for the past two three. <laughs> oh years. yeah, he got his stole uh, ninety million dollars. Uh, you know, to keep him in the lineup as a DH, he go out there and play first base every now and again. He tries to come into camp, you know, the best shape that he can. Uh, I think he might have been the last guy to run the Triple Crown. Am I right, Dress? Yeah, yeah. RBI's yeah, yeah. home mm-hmm. runs and batting average. Yep, triple Crown. Uh, had some great years with Miggy. I love Miggy. Only thing, my problem with Miggy is the same thing as he is. It is with Ichiru. Uh, you got to learn the language. I mean, you've been over here for 20 years. You don't even speak English. But I digress on that. That's just <laughs> my little. <laughs> that's your take. That's my right, right, right. But um, just Miguel Miguel. Cabrera as a player, uh, next to Al Kaline, is probably the greatest Tiger uh, Ooh. in baseball. Ooh. Is that a hot take? Well, I'm just trying to think that I, I just threw Kaline out there because he was a 306 guy, 399 home runs. He was Mr. Tiger. Uh, better than Trammell? Yeah, better than oh. Trammell. Better. If you if you you came in, that's a whole other topic where we're gonna talk about Trammell. I thought Lou should have been in before Trammel. If you're gonna put, if you're gonna put Trammel in, or they got to put Lou in, or they go in together. Oh, they go in together. together. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So that's a whole nother topic. But Miguel Cabrera, great Tiger. Uh, the one thing I like about Miguel is he had already had a World Series ring when he got here, Florida. So he stayed hungry. Yeah. Uh, 
Now, had he had the bag that he's getting now, no. And that would keep you hungry. But just a great player, man. Uh, he, was a, he was a poor man's Barry Bonds because you couldn't pitch to Barry. Uh, Cabrera was kind of the same way when he was in his prime. So, shout out to Cabrera for his Battle Hall of Fame. Well, I think he should have rolled out last year. Uh, I think he kind of faked the uh, Major League Baseball out when they put him in the All-Star game with Pujols. They thought, I think they, yeah. they thought yeah. they, they both thought it, they was going to be it. They that it was that was it, it and I think he was like, you know what? <laughs> no, nah, I'm coming back. And that's why he's back. So, I, I really thought he should have rolled out last year. Um, oh, to, to your point, he's not going to roll out because he was guaranteed $30 million to come back. Now, if he wanted to roll out, he forfeits. Of course, the Tigers probably was like. They could have cashed him out something. Not, they wouldn't have been $30 million. Well, he probably wouldn't have took. I would have took less. I would mean, yeah, give me my 30. I, <laughs> give me all my money. Give me all my money. <laughs> give me all my money. That's the deal I signed. You agreed to it. Give me all my money. Yeah, okay. But go ahead. Go, go but ahead yeah, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, As Cash Doll will say. Run me my money. <laughs> Run, Run me, me my, my money. money. <laughs> <laughs> well, we want you to retire. Well, what we want to give you? We want to give you 20. Oh, uh, no. Nah, nah I'll just stick around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what he's going to do is tour. He's going to get an at-bat at, uh, on the road everywhere. Hopefully, they play him maybe once every three, four days. You know, give the hometown uh, fans an at-bat. And then, when you go on the road, give them an at-bat. You know, but I'm, I'm hoping he don't, we don't see much of him. Got young kids that they're trying to play. We're going to be bad this year anyway. Yeah, yeah they're going to be bad. You, you, so you're going to either be bad. You're going to be bad with Miggy or without. How many so. games they play in, in in Major League Baseball? 163? 162. 162, right? So they play 162 <laughs> games in, in Major League Baseball, right? Right. Mm-hmm. They play 82 games in the NBA, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What's the over-under that Miggy play more games than Joel Embiid this year? <sighs> Well, jo- Joel, uh, 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 other than ducking, other than ducking, joking the other night. What's over under? He played. What's over under? Mickey played more games than Anthony Davis has played. Uh, okay, now, that, now that's. I guy. take that. Bet. No, I take that bet. I take that bet. But yeah, definitely first ballot Hall of Famer, man. Shout out to Mickey. Shout out to Mickey, man. The Tigers would be. Uh, 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 putrid again this year, probably, but hopefully they'll be somewhat competitive. But we we gonna head out on what's that? The sixth opening day, April sixth, six or the eight, six or the eight yeah. opening you, day, six or the eight. Yeah, we, we down normally, there. We normally downtown. Yeah, we be down there okay. hanging out and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know toasting you, it up to the Tigers' new season. You know, I, I feel bad for the guy, the people that's buying the tickets, that's trying to plan for that last at bat. Because with this guy, you, you're you not going to know. You're, you're not, not going to know if it's going to be September, <laughs> yeah, August. Yeah, yeah, you're not yeah. going to know when he's going to pull his plug. Yeah, so if he hit yeah. a home run, you, you keep that. Just hold on to it. Hold on to it. It probably would have been different. I mean, I would imagine that there would probably be a little bit more fanfare for Miggy had he won a, 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 a World, World Series. Series. Oh, yeah. Uh, he didn't win a World Series here. He went to one, uh, but he didn't win one. And I think, you know, a lot of guys, his, his career is going to come and go. And I don't think he's gonna get, you know, the 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 the, um, the flowers, the, the flowers, or the 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 going home ceremony that that he would have gotten had he won, actually won and brought a title here to Detroit. Are you speaking with Detroit? Just Detroit. Okay. okay I so think Major League Baseball is gonna appreciate. Yeah. Okay. They're I mean, gonna, he's gonna okay. be a Hall of Fame yeah, guy. Absolutely. But I think in, in terms of the fans here in Detroit, um, they're gonna miss him. You know, we'll celebrate him. But I don't think he's going to get the same sort of celebration, uh, had he, you know, that he, because he didn't win a, a World Series. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I'll be down there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be down there. But let me ask you this: in, in talking about another Tiger or Astro, and we're talking about Justin Verlander, uh, when he when it, when it's time for him to pick a cap, who who does he pick? He's gonna, he's gonna go in. He's gonna go in as a, as a tiger. You think so? He's gonna go in as a tiger. You talking about Mickey? No, I'm talking about Verlander. Verlander. Oh, Verlander. Mm. I mean, you got two rings mm, at Houston. Houston. <laughs> now you're in New York, which he's not gonna go in as a Met. He's he not gonna that. go in no, as a Met. No, gonna come down to the Tigers. I think he's gonna go in as a tiger. He's gonna say to himself, even though he didn't win, even though he didn't win, he's gonna a, say a, to himself, a World Series here. He's gonna say to himself, "I gave Houston two rings. I'll give the Tigers their cap." And and that will even out my career. I I, I hope that happens because I would hate to see him. I, I in 
to segue on real quick, uh, if you haven't watched it, watch the Reggie Jackson documentary mm. on Amazon Prime. It's mm-hmm. called Reggie. Okay. And Reggie won three championships with the Oakland A's, mm-hmm. and he won two mm-hmm. with the Yankees. He got five World Series championships. Mr. October. Mr. October with the Yankees. And the guy asked me, he said, well, why did you go into the, the Hall of Fame as a Yankee? And just, you know, his qu- his response was because, for one, they wanted me when nobody else wanted me. Mm. And because the owner for uh, uh, the Oakland A's at that time was a racist. Didn't want to pay him. Mm-hmm. Steinbrenner paid him. Kept him on as a consultant after he retired and all of that mm-hmm. stuff. So that was his reason for going in as a Yankee. And it's the Yankees. It's the, the most prestigious it's the pinstripes it's the pinstripes right it's the evil empire and it was mr october like you said earlier he wouldn't have been mr october and and, anybody in in oakland no with nobody else so hopefully to your point verlander said you know what i i gave you two rings i got you two but my 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 heart and my soul was raised here in in the city of detroit hey listen man two two reasons why he should go in as a tiger one tigers gave him his first bag yeah they did (laughs) Two, I love to see Kate Upton at the at the ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that wouldn't be a bad sight to see. <laughs> not, not at all. Not at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, well, I think Sherz, we're gonna see what Sherz does too, because I think they're not gonna go. He's tall. No, Sherz is tall. Sherz is tall. He's going. He's tall. I just don't know how he's gonna go. He first ballot. But how? With who? With who? Well, he's played with who? Houston? No, uh, the Mets. Washington. Washington, yeah, Washington Tigers. Yeah. Well, he was only here three years, right? Oh, yeah. So it definitely so won't, it be won't be it won't be no, Detroit. It won't be which, Detroit. Which, but he won one. He won one with with Washington. Yeah, he won one with Washington. But the, to your point on JV, so we know he's not going to be a Tiger Scherzer. Right. I mean, JV we probably will. JV was here 10, 12 years. Yeah, yeah. yeah he and he got majority. You know, because they got a little beef. Going yeah. So he got a, his majority of his wins. If JV, I think approaching three hundred, close like two sixty eight, two sixty nine. I know he has at least a hundred of those, if not more, in the Tiger uniform. Mm-hmm. So okay. Yeah, awesome. yeah. Then you throw in Kate Upton. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna move on from baseball. Right. <laughs> we, we we in game zero of one sixty two. I'm sure we'll catch them down the line. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, 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 right. Well, let's shift on over to the Lions. Well, no one's going to mistake Dan Campbell for Suge Knight. <laughs> here's what I mean by that. When asked uh, at the uh, owner's meeting uh, about Lamar Jackson, you know, Lamar Jackson has is, 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 is requested a trade uh, with Baltimore. Uh, Dan Campbell was like, ah, heck of a talent, uh, but we got our quarterback. The right thing to say. Yeah. Uh I don't know. I mean, is it the right thing to say? Probably to the press. But no. if you got a chance to get Lamar Jackson <laughs> and upgrade in talent at any position, don't you take the call? No. Suge Knight has Snoop. He wouldn't got Pac he out of jail. <laughs> I mean, you, if you got a chance to upgrade, you got to upgrade. Yeah, but is Lamar Jackson the upgrade we need? So let, 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 let me put it like this. You want to explain that to me. Because you when, and I have when, had when, plenty when, of conversations when, about upgrading and talent and uh, how okay, important let's talk, talent Let's is. just talk about continuity. Okay. Continuity. Here's this guy, Jared Goff, been in this offense for the last two years. The guys around him, uh, uh, the Browns of the world, or the Swifts of the world, uh, the linemen of the world, the running backs of the world, the, the offense was clicking. Now, when I speak of continuity, now you bring in Lamar Jackson. Even Lamar Jackson on offensive lineman said, it's almost like blocking for Barry Sanders. We don't know where he going to go, when he going to go, and when he going to do it. He called the play in the huddle. He improvised and makes stuff happen. But I say all that to say that I, I think Jer- from Jared Goff was probably the the best, if not the second second best quarterback in the NFL the last 10, 12 weeks of the season. The guy had uh, over a 95% uh, uh, proficiency rating. The guy threw, what, five, six interceptions for the, the whole year, 30 touchdowns. Uh, he came into his own. Uh, 
I don't think you get that out of Lamar here. Not saying that he's not a great player, because he is, but do we need him? No. Now, <laughs> if it comes down to uh, X's and O's, I'm going with Goff. Because of what we do here, how we run our offense here, I'm going with Goff. I don't know. And I'm, don't forget now, I'm still holding the number six pick and the number 18 pick in the draft. Which should be predicated on defense. And do I want to pay a guy between 150 and 250 million dollars? Well, maybe, maybe not. But you're not paying nobody right now. Who's making money in the who 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 to, on and, the Lions and, roster right now is making any money, any serious bread? They're not paying anybody right now. Yeah, and that's my point. Why Golf would I want to pay Lamar well, 150, 180? Guaranteed because you, all his money's got to be guaranteed for one reason. If you think he can lead you to a Super Bowl, I don't think he can. If That's you think me. he can lead you to a Super Bowl, if you think he can lead you to a playoff win, which I the Lions haven't, do that. which the Lions haven't had in going on sixty years. No, we had a playoff win in '91. Yeah, yeah. So it's still it thirty years. Okay, Th- okay, <laughs> thirty-two that. years. 30 years. Right. My bad. Thirty years. Saying, I forgot I, about ninety-one. I don't think. I don't years. think Lamar can lead us to a Super Bowl. No. Is he better than golf? No. So Lamar wow. Jackson <laughs> is not better than Jared well. Goff. <laughs> don't be a prisoner of the moment here, because this is on wax. This on wax, loaf. Don't be a prisoner of the moment. From what we the, had a nice year. From what the let's Lions forget, have established. But let's not forget this guy was the number one pick in the in the, in the draft. The guy they was traded up. MVP. They traded up. They traded up for him for a reason. So he's got some talent. I'm not taking any of that away from him. But Lamar Jackson is a better quarterback than Jared Goff. No. I don't know that there I don't know that there's three people out of ten people who would say who would disagree with that. Let me ask you this. Has Lamar Jackson Ever led a team to a Super Bowl? No. no. Has Jared Goff? He yeah. got carried to one. Yeah. Th- th- that's not my question. <laughs> he got carried to one. Has he led a team to he, the Super Bowl? He Trent Dilford his way to a Super Bowl, yes. But he was there. He was there. Give me Goff. Listen. I'd rather be there and lose it, not to be there at all. Listen, man. If the Pistons wouldn't have got rid of Adrian Dantley and brought in Mark Aguirre, they wouldn't have won. If the Pistons wouldn't have brought in Rasheed Wallace in the middle of the season, they wouldn't have won. Teams have done this all throughout Detroit sports to win the title. I'm simply saying, maybe Lamar Jackson ain't it. But anytime you have an opportunity to upgrade at any position, you got to take the call and you got to look at it. I'm not saying they didn't, but he would seem to be real quick to say, oh, we got our quarterback. And so have. 10, 12, 15 other teams. The Lions not the only one that didn't uh, take the call, or if they did take the call, they said, no, nah, we good. Well, There's the other team, teams that said, we're good. Well, the teams who need a quarterback may not have the money. Well, let me put it like this. When you mentioned Rasheed Wallace, no, yeah, he, he carried us over the top one year, but he also left Robert Hoy wide the F open and yeah. another. <laughs> that yeah. lost us one. But we won one. At, we won one. <laughs> we was there. For six years, we was in the mix. To um, your point, are we better off with golf going into as our starting quarterback next year for the Lions than Lamar Jackson? I say we are. What what Hancho just did? I'm gonna tell you what he just did. He bought a brand new Ford Mustang off the lot, 5.0. <laughs> then he took it home and he wanted to put a a better engine in it. You know what I'm saying? But you just bought this. It's running good. You just bought it. So that's what he wants to do put with Put rims on the Bentley. Yeah, you, yeah, you just want to put rims on the Bentley. Lamar, uh, 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 Jared Goff's no Bentley. <laughs> but he's no, he's a, he's a, he's Jared, a nice, he's a, he's a nice Ferrari or, you know, something like he's no Bentley. Listen, the quarterback. He's a 2011 Ferrari. The quarterbacks in this day that's and running, age. still running still good. Running good. <laughs> still running good. The quarterbacks good. in this day and age, and I even put uh, my frat brother, Jalen Hurts, in this conversation, they can read coverage. They uh, can change the play to the line of scrimmage at need be. Uh, they have command of the offense to a T. And they can throw the ball accurately 
when they need to. You don't get that with Lamar. In Baltimore's offense, you don't. Period. I don't care what offense you put Lamar in. I disagree. He's a run for he. You take away that first option, he's off to the races. And maybe first, second out. I need a guy like uh, uh, my boy over there in Cincinnati, Burrow. Jimmy Joe. Uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes in his own class. But still, I need a guy who can improvise with his mind more so than with his feet. So you, 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 you're trying to tell me that Lamar Jackson's talent isn't enough to get the Lions further than they've been in 30 years. Let's just talk about his talent. You're questioning his ability to read defenses, to uh, play within a framework of a game plan or offense, and not wildcat. You're questioning that. But yes. is his talent questionable? Oh, he got talent. Is he more talented than Jared Goff? Yes. Because what you see in places like Cincinnati, what you see in 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 uh, with Mahomes, with the Chiefs, these guys are also playing outside of the framework of the Buffalo. offense Buffalo. when need be. Buffalo. And, and golf has done that. Golf has has he ran 50, 60 yards? No. Neither has Mahomes. But to be a quarterback in the NFL, you don't have to necessarily be able to have to run. You just have to be able to be mobile to sidestep here, move up here, step up in the pocket there, read the defense, hit your second and third options. And I'm not the only one that's saying Lamar Jackson can't do that. Well, Baltimore, I'm just saying. Baltimore is saying it too. Baltimore is saying right now that they don't believe that he's their 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 guy for the future unless he take a haircut. <laughs> Well, you know, the, the owners, they're doing the owners meeting right now. So they haven't meeting. The owners are, oh, I think, all making him take this haircut. You know, they've gotten together with 31 other owners. And I say 31 because the guy that they're leaving out is the guy from Cleveland. Because you done messed this thing up anyway. Oh, he, <laughs> you done messed it up. They done screwed it up. Yeah, but, you they know, we're going to see how this all play out, bro. We're I don't know, man. They, You know, listen, man, the Lions missed out on Calais Campbell. I thought that was an opportunity for them to beef up that, that the interior. Um, you know, not a huge loss or anything. You know, Claire's Cam was probably on the, on the last tail of his tail end of his career. Uh, but you know, when you say they missed out, uh, he's probably was asking for a higher number. Then they were willing to give. Then they were willing to give. Then they which is which is you know for Claire's Campbell, and it could be a tail showing your hand that we're gonna take this guy from Georgia. Could be a younger which, guy, which I hope they do. Me too. Which yeah. I hope they do. Hmm. Yeah, you talking about y'all talking about Campbell when y'all say the guy from Georgia? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think they will take him. Yeah. All right, let's bring it home. Fourth quarter, transfer portal news. So we got the the last two Michigan Mr. Basketball Award winners on the move. You got both Pierre Brooks leaving uh, University uh, uh, Michigan State, and you got Chauncey Willis Jr. the winner in twenty two. Uh, leaving Saginaw Valley to go to Western University to play for Dwayne Stevens. So Chauncey's upgrading. He's, he's upgrading. Up, he's upgrading. He's upgrading. Which I think that's a good thing for him. I think they uh, – I remember seeing Chauncey play at King. Uh, wasn't, a, wasn't a great ball player, of course, because Detroit got a history of great ball players. You know, he wasn't Anderson Hunt. He wasn't a Steve Smith. wasn't a D.C. They, although they played different type – they had different type of skill set. Uh, I was still shocked where he went as Mr. Basketball, but I'm glad to see him up in the mid-major. I'm glad to see him given the opportunity to compete uh, against higher-level competition. And, um, yeah, shout-out to, to Chauncey and, and the King Crusaders. Are, are these guys moving because of the playing time? Well, Chauncey's not. I mean, he was in the starting lineup at Saginaw Valley, but it's Saginaw Valley's Division II school. Right, so, okay. Um, and so I think right now what the move that he made was an opportunity to play to Lowe's Point against top competition, okay. play in Division One, playing a MAC where I think he could have gone straight out straight of high, high school, school easily, yeah, easily. Uh, yeah. to the MAC, uh, a conference that's going to really highlight his ability. You know, all those guards in the MAC are, are, are right at his skill set. 
Uh, I think uh, for him, great ball handler. He understands the game. You know, it's, it's, it's in his blood. So he's going to have a, a great opportunity at point at Western uh, to do some great things over the next three years, four years, however long he decides to stay. Uh, but the one thing that I think is, is, is even better is the opportunity to play for Dwayne Stevens uh, at Western. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, this guy's at Michigan State, played at yeah, Michigan I mean. State, was an assistant there. Um, so he's, he, he's got and his coach, you know, who, who hasn't he coached at Michigan State, right? Right. Uh, and so he's going to be able to put Chauncey in, a, in the best situation possible for him to be able to succeed and have an opportunity to be an all-MAC player, all-MAC uh, guy at the end of his career. Uh, and don't be surprised that Pierre Brooks doesn't end up at Western as well. So he might yeah, out with his relationship with Dwayne yeah. Stevens at Western. Yeah. So he Pierre, hadn't picked the, he in the portal. He, yeah, he's in the portal. He mm -hmm. He's he in the portal. He's in the portal. He hadn't picked yet. We don't know where he's going. Okay. Uh, by the time this airs, he may have question. already picked someplace, okay. right? Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, it's it's a, it's um uh if you if you need a guy who can score the basketball, that's who you want. Mm. That's who you want. That's what you want. There are other aspects of the game he's got to improve, no question about it. But if you need a guy to put the ball in the basket who's been at Michigan State for two years, that's who you want. So he can come in the MAC, average 18 to 22 a game or if he, he's a starter. Or he can come to UAD right now and take uh, and just and be a, a replace. A, be a be an 18 to 22 point guy, mm -hmm. uh, replace Antoine and be right in the mix, you know, mm. in, the, in that division in the rising to, to 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 be all conference performer today. That's a good uh, – I, I never follow Pierre's game like that at Michigan State, but now that you mention it, uh, UAD could be a good landing spot for him. Great landing spot for him. Great landing wow. spot for him. Frederick Douglass kid mm -hmm. right here. Mm -hmm. um, good kid. Mr. Basketball performer. I mean, it would I mean, be great to see another kid come back to UAD, uh, back to Detroit mm -hmm. uh, and perform, man. One so, Coach Davis is in on that. Um, me, I, you know, I got to – relationship with Coach Davis by me working for the university. So if I ever get this opportunity the next couple of days, I ask him, are they in on a yeah, Pierre but, Brooks? You know, knowing yeah. his family, you know, uh, particularly his dad, you know, I'm, I'm sure they probably got a deal in the works. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. probably by the time this, this show airs, this show, I mean, it, it, he, he'll probably have a landing spot. Uh, so typically kids don't go into that portal without knowing. Without knowing. I was going to say, yes, yeah, so he knows something. I'm sure he Not knows like something. football. Yeah. Not football, like football. They, you, you yeah, they just in. go, right. Right. Yeah, you don't have a place to go, but you hop in. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm -hmm. I'm sure he's, he's sure he's got a spot. Uh, but hey, listen, people are saying that the PSL is down. The last two uh, 21, 22 uh, uh, Mr. Basketballs in the state of Michigan have been both from the PSL. Uh, so still, the PSL has a tradition that has uh, um, um, you know great talent in it. Uh, so we'll see what 24 holds. We'll see what 24 holds. Maybe we'll bring it back to the PSL in 24 with some of the great athletes, uh, particularly in basketball that we had there, and football. Absolutely. I, I can see that. Yeah, can see that. you know, since you mentioned PSL basketball, I know we're winding down. Might as well give a shout-out to them King Cash Tech technicians. Boy, yeah, how did you, you just know. do that? <laughs> 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 you know how many people, yeah, how, man, how many you know, cast people listen to this? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You know, shout, shout out, out to Coach Hall, man. And, yeah, they did their thing. Uh, they did their thing. They went in there, won the – yeah, it might be their first state championship. Ever. Somebody Ever. said yeah. they won it in 74. I don't know for sure. But in our know. in our lifetime, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, last yeah, 20, I don't. 30 years. And they played great basketball. They only lost the one game this one year. One game. Overtime yeah. to Brother mm -hmm. Wright. So. King had them on the ropes, man. Had <laughs> these guys on the <laughs> ropes in the city championship. Yeah. I Ooh. think once they won that game, I think they knew they could win. Probably they can win, win it all. Yeah. But hats off to them, man. It's great, great game. And and um, you know, uh, uh, Darius Acuff is 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 good as advertised. Mm. Uh, I just saw that he got an offer from Michigan. Wow, sophomore offer. From so Michigan. I was gonna say he only a sophomore. Sophomore man, offer from Michigan. And yes, he can play in the Big Ten. And yes, he 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 can go to. Michigan. I mean, this is kid. Oh, so be, you those right there, I get you saying yes, yes to those. But would Jawan be there? Well, we'll see, man. <laughs> I mean, Jawan, you know, listen, I don't know. I mean, is Jawan on the hot seat? Uh, I think me and you talked about yeah. this before, Jess. I mean, yeah. I think he, I think he, he definitely has, has to gotta make win. the tournament. Got to make the tournament, man. Got to make the tournament. Got to get in the tournament next year. Yeah. Got to get in the Got tournament to. next year. 
Got um, to. But he, 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 if he's recruiting kids like Darius Acuff, man, he, he'll be around as long as he wants to because mm-hmm. uh, that kid's got the goods. I mean, obviously, every everybody's got to, you know, get ways, uh, things, that are aspects of that game they got to improve, and, and he does just like anybody else, man. But Absolutely. Uh, he is good as advertised. I can't, see, can't wait to see him next year and see what he chews down the future. There we now, go. That's going to be good. There we go. And we are out. That's a wrap. This is our last uh, broadcast here at Motown Motivated. Last last opportunity in the studio. Let them know man. where we're going to be and at, we, brother. Let them know where we're going to be. be. We're going to be uh, Amplified. Amplified uh, Inc. Inc. Amplified That's Inc. Right. Downtown Detroit. Midtown man, Boulevard. Midtown. We're moving off of uh, uh, over here at Central and Linwood. We, we we moving out of Linwood, moving on up like the Jefferson. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. That's going, right. Going that's downtown. Right. <laughs> mm. So deluxe apart. So we say all that to say uh, the sponsors that we do have, we we appreciate you, and uh, the sponsors that we need, we we we, we got this uh knack, Niak. Niak. Yeah. Bond hurts. Table, man, with Cut a us trip. a check, man. Cut the check. Cut we, the check. We're moving to a new location, man. Cut us a check. Hey, move on with us because uh, we we trying to do big things on this podcast. So come on out, come on out, everybody. Let's grow together. And we are out. Peace. Peace.